Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cosmic Crit. I cannot believe that it is February already. This 2021 is almost 2020 done. By the way, it's going so fast. Yes, that was a bad joke, but you know what's not so bad? A contest we have going on! It's a challenge over at our Discord to make an, uh, a non-player character or NPC for the pirate crew of the crew of Dead Men Roll No Crits, our Patreon-only piratey podcast! I'm not going to give you the details here because if you want more information, head on over to patreon.com slash cosmiccrit or cosmiccrit.com and find our Patreon link and check it out because that show is a ton of fun and there is just so much more tabletop RPG content to get into. Now, let's switch focus to today's episode as we get in to episode 171, Anguish. And demons. Episode commencing in three, two, one. Episode initiated. Suck on a palm of power and wash it down with ambrosia. We're going to need the energy to cleanse this room full of lost souls and demons on this week's roguelike episodes of Hades Crits. This is your GM Patrick here, God Monster Extraordinaire, guiding you through the depths of Hades' domain, leveling you up and killing you over and over again. Uh, joining me in gaining father's approval and escaping his his layers are my five fellow Greek figures and your players. Uh, to my right, this mother knight comes at you through the darkness, bringing death and destruction. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, powerful and mighty, and with a lightning blast, feels a little smitey. It's Drew delivering Zeus 7. Hello, Patrick man. How you doing? We got a chat. And to my right, uh, he's got a shield made of chaos and is ready with Aegis. It's Tyler dredging up to Vasho. Hoorah! Across from him, this god of war has his weapons ready and will likely throw down a curse spell first. It's your bird playing his trest. Hey, hey. And across the digital table, hey. He may look like just another red onion, but this little guy's actually got Titan's blood. It's Miles mixing up with sprouts. Good evening. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Yeah, we're great. <laughs> Hades is one of the best games of all time. I know that's why, that's why I added it in here, uh, it, very close to um, when we did the book snacks intro. Two and twenty twenties best games, right? It's true. It, it's so funny. I I played a lot of Hades, and I also have been playing Immortals: Phoenix Rising, both mm -hmm. of which feature Greek gods as characters, <laughs> and yeah. my children now know a little bit about Greek mythology because they recognize the characters. It's really weird. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully not too much about Greek mythology because <laughs> it goes to some weird places. Oh, yes, it does. Uh, yes. Uh, don't don't believe Zeus isn't one of your farm animals at any <laughs> time or a swan or, you know, like assume a, that all swans are Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> just give them a wide berth. I mean, just, I do. Just I feed do the that. birds. Just be nice to them and maybe he you won't know, smite you. All swans are Zeus. That's that's uh, 
Could you imagine if that was the, you know, quote unquote, correct religion? And you're just like, like, you know, those you see those videos of like jerks just like, you know, kicking a dog or something. Could you imagine it's like somebody posted a video where they kick a dog and they're just like poops into Zeus. And it's like, oh, snap. And he just thunderbolts a mother trucker and then just pops back on up to Olympus. And you're like, you know, Tyler, before, best video before we started recording, we were talking about how old you felt watching TikTok videos. I think we have yeah. our TikTok video <laughs> like hidden well TikTok.com slash hidden Zeus. <laughs> what that would act that, what that would be the actuality is someone filming the TikTok for Zeus. Like it would be Zeus doing that on purpose so that when yes. he pops up it's like burr, 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 burr. <laughs> and, and then, then smite him. And then Hades yeah. and Poseidon roll in like, oh yeah. <laughs> We're real dumb, guys. Yep. We're real dumb. <laughs> you can you can tell how old I am because I said, oh yeah. <laughs> I can't. Can you imagine whether it's like a press conference where, you know, some some like ocean going vessel sank and it's Poseidon in front of like the NBA press panel. And they're like, Poseidon, why did you see fit to sink that freighter? And he's like, listen, look, <laughs> I'm out of the ocean. But sometimes and I had a bad day. This some, happens. Mistakes were made. We've all learned a little something from this. Yeah. I'd like to apologize to everybody's friends and family that died on that freighter. Uh, but you know, these are the, this is how life goes, man. But that, this certainly went in a direction. <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing, Patrick? Speaking of how life goes, well, no, that, let's, uh, uh, we, we, we've had our, our Greek fun for the night. Uh, let's get back into the action. Uh, probably a boss fight for the ages as when we last left off, Debasho literally gets to face his personal demons on this week's episode. Mm. But before we do that, let's talk to Miles and Sprouts Marlow. Discover what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. So no sooner than we shuffled off those restless spirits back to where they came from, we got to the Halaxian Refugees Bazaar, where after raising the dead, we met a familiar face, Major Jaldemeric. Scared so many swarm he's imprinted in their psyche. Good thing, too, as our old commander gifted us some some spirit bucks to go on a psychic shopping spree. Heading back north to deal with Tavasho's demons, and we entered into a hallway carved with Sheeran history. But when the mosaic started coming alive and attacking us, it was a time to make that fresco history permanently. Yes, and after after that, you guys went to the giving chamber. Um, entering into it, you were met with the worm-like entity that had previously psychically attached itself to Devasho's soul. And it is this massive, translucent, purple, worm-like figure that emerges from the dirt here and lays into you guys saying, I knew one day I would have you back, but this time when I kill you, I will not just be an idle passenger. I will take your soul for my own Davajo. You know, some mexes just can't take no for an answer. I'll show you that you don't belong with me anymore. Uh, take a look at the art from this book. Oh boy, Ooh, pretty spookifying. Love it so much. Uh, uh, we can just we just close the door, right? We can just be like, oh, he, sorry, wrong room. <laughs> never and mind. He, <laughs> he he looks like a snapping turtle's throat. 
Ooh, yeah, no, it's not good. But then it that is kind of tapers off. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say how many oh, snapping boy. turtles have you just like don't Google gone it. on a magic school bus trip inside a trailer? <laughs> it's well, no, I mean like so you you, you, you recognize that very quickly. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, it gets lonely in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> no, no, no. All I'm saying is you've seen those sideshows where people like have the crocodile mouths open and they put their head inside. Mm. Well, from when I was like 15 to 18, I made a bunch of money on the side by just opening up snapping turtle mouths and putting my head in there, and and it was impressive. Wait, so I'm very are, very comfortable with it. Are you not joking? No, he's very much joking. Um, how, please, how small would his please. head have to be to fit in a snapping turtle mouth? <laughs> please, snapping turtles. Let us start this combat as uh, this thing is going for you. And we've rolled an initiative before we started play in tonight, which you know what that means. Zinnia, first on the draw here. All right, Zinnia happens to be standing right next to Trest, and I happen to have just picked up a communalism craft. <laughs> so oh, oh. that is that is something, Patrick. We have not covered what we picked up from uh, from the bazaar down there. Do we need to talk well, about that? Let's we- use it and and reveal it as we go. Yeah, yeah. Use, use your your new weapons and armor and stuff in combat. So yeah, I, I imagine that is uh, it does work very similarly to a graft or something you would get in the real world. But this one is just like psychically imprinted by the bizarre residents here, perhaps copying their own sheer and minds, giving you that, giving you that same ability just so communalism once per day. Yep. All right. So you're using it on your first attack roll. Yeah. Before I do that, I do want to roll a life science check to see if I can identify what this creature might be. Sure, sure. I assume that would be life science. Tell me if if not. Um, this is this is going to be a a magical beast. So for you, that would be physical science, right? Instead of if it's living, it's life science. If it's non living, then it's physical science. Um, this is this is a living creature. It's a living okay. psychic entity. So go ahead and roll it. All right. So it's a uh, it'd be a thirty one to identify. Uh, yes. So. Uh, this is a well. I can tell you its its name. Uh, you fought doubt and hesitation before. This creature is called Anguish, and it's based off of uh, of an actual creature called a Cernok. The the stats I've I've boosted them up here <laughs> to to be the true boss that we needed to be for for Debasho. Um uh, so some new abilities uh, so don't worry too much about that but what would you like to know about it uh, does it have any special attacks how much do I get to know about it one thing unfortunately one thing okay yeah special attacks. yes it has a few few special attacks um randomly and see what you get uh, oh yeah this thing um, is large enough uh, to swallow whole um, to just oh. completely intake you guys into its its body and welcome to my world guys destroy you. love it oh good yeah, All that's, right. a, that's so, a fun one I mean per it. usual Zinnia is going to keep her distance especially knowing that it has no, the ability to swallow come people on. <laughs> It'll be fun. Um, <laughs> Just charge it. <laughs> All right. I am going to, um, I am going to use that uh, uh, communalism uh, on this attack, which means mm-hmm. that I roll 
two d20 and take the higher of the two, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. Okay. Great. And and you want to? Did you want to take ten on the trick? Uh, yeah, yeah. And my macro is set to do that. So. Okay. Oh, dice. So, yeah, lots of dice now. Um, so that is a CR ten or lower. No, twelve or lower on the on the attack since I identified it. Ooh, so that will be enough with the identification. Which awesome. I mind you, uh, that thirty one was exactly what you needed to roll. Perfect. <laughs> so Ooh. very good on that. So it is tricked and and uh, an attack of twenty. Yeah, you're are you re- rolling. Are you rolling twice? You got to roll that. Twice. Oh right! Oh right! Oh right! Guess what? Roll another one. <laughs> you don't need to. Oh, no, no. that's way no, worse. Don't that's that a one. natural one. Oh, so. No! Yay, communalism! No, <laughs> hey. wow. oh, boy, communalism saves the day. <laughs> so, so close. <laughs> even with it being flat-footed, that is a miss on the dice. Unfortunately, um. And hey, good news! It is its turn now. What? Oh, that's that is extremely unfortunate. That's the opposite of good news. Good news is we get to see some of its attacks, and uh, it's going to start off because it is still at range from everyone about um, fifteen to thirty feet. Uh, we're going to make some ranged attacks. Let's see who's getting who's getting hit. I think we know. I'm just gonna roll random. I'm just gonna oh. shoot some. Oh no, it's it's not random. I've rolled a nine and a ten, and going down the turn order, that is two rage attacks to Devasho. Oh yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, we we knew. Let's let's not even pretend. Are those weighted dice? I, I can't tell. <laughs> uh, an eleven and a nine uh, against uh, what is your flat-footed EAC? All oh, right, this stupid game. Uh. 29 uh, EAC sorry 25 god these are two hits as uh, blasts of uh, acid jets from the different kind of side spikes in the the body of of anguish uh, squirt out at you and let me roll great let me roll the acid damage this is gonna hurt real bad all right, 28 points on the first jet and 27 on the second. Oh, Sizzle, uh, the armor melting. 28 and 27, you said? Yep. And that's all acid? All acid. You got any resistances? Uh, Nope. No, no, I don't. You guys should probably look into that fight in the sewer <laughs> before book six, have- maybe. I don't know, just a suggestion. Yeah, I have, but there's some talk in the Discord uh, when this episode comes out about a month ago <laughs> about how uh, <laughs> someone got to the um, book three. Uh, you almost dying in the acid pools of the <laughs> the, uh, the bug, the, um, the the escape, the bug collapse. Um, yeah, that would have been a sad day. <laughs> yeah, like when you almost died to acid mm-hmm. damage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is its entire turn, bringing us to Sprouts Marlowe. All right. So uh, Sprouts is also going to try his hand at maybe identifying something about the creature. Sure. So mysticism. Oh, mis- oh, it's not physical science. No. Um, she has a special ability. Oh, okay. So mysticism. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a 17. Not going to do it, unfortunately. 
you're not sure exactly what Devasho's demon is all about. All right. Well, then, uh, seeing as it doesn't look like good news, uh, Sprout Smarlow is just going to take a shot at it. He's going to just, you know, and with his new semi-auto pistol elite. All right. And let's see what happens. See our 19 oh. or lower and a oh. natural 20. Yeah, baby. Oh. In souping oh, up this thing, I, d- I did not think to give it immunity God. to crits. So, yes. ouchies. Uh, tricked and critted. Uh, let's give a the old shout outs to Whoa. another Patreon member. Wow, flexing <clears throat> on everybody. Uh, Katen G, thank you so much for joining up over the summer and supporting us on Patreon. And oh, I'm worried about what this damage is going to be, guys. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So uh, 16 is the regular damage. The critical effect is 12. And so that is 28 plus 18. So that will be 46. Don't forget mm-hmm. your. You also yeah. re-roll your. Roll your trick your attack trick. again. Trick too. Yeah. Oh, I roll my trick again. Yeah. yeah so right. roll five d eight, and we'll right. up forty six. This, this could very well be a very short fight. <laughs> forty six and plus oh, Wow. Uh, Love it, baby. So that's sixty six points of damage. <laughs> Holy crap! Six to six. Ouchies! What did it do to you, Miles? It Miles? hurt my friend. So, so Sprouts does the international sign for suck it. Uh, <laughs> Miles started off that swarm dissolver fight to be in the book four with a crit too. Boy, howdy! Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, my single baddie is. Uh, <laughs> Is. With a penchant for swallowing, is going to go after the smallest creature in the game. I mean, I, it, it's it, yeah, no, it's going to have you as a uh, an apertif. a snack, <laughs> uh, a mouche bouche. I'm sorry, did we do that math right? Yeah, um, sixteen plus twelve is twenty-eight. Plus eighteen is forty-six. Oh, forty-six. Okay. Forty-six and sorry. sixty-six. Yeah, uh, I, I will say, enough. as you blast through this thing's kind of like psychic, uh, almost ephemeral hide. Um, there is a little bit of damage reduction, not anywhere near close to soaking up 66 points of damage, but you can tell it is going to be very difficult to damage um, regularly if you don't uh, nail these crits. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's wow. your turn. Uh, Echo 7, on to you. Uh, Echo 7 is going to aim down sights at this fool and do some heavy fire with a mm. brand new uh, White Star Plasma Array. Oh, weapon no. oh no so let's see how no. we do here i, I should I give this, this guy a lot more resistances <laughs> that is 27 to hit and this is all against eac so that is a hit yes so unfortunately it's the lower side of damage that's going to be 30 points of damage 30 <laughs> are you joking here because we have no. 25 damage on the uh, on the actual attack and uh Echo also got a little bit of an armor upgrade uh, thanks to nice. Devasho chipping in some mind bucks. Uh, oh, so your strength went up. Uh, so the strength went up for the for the uh, uh, nice heavy fire as well. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, well between you and Sprouts, you've already put over ninety points of damage on this guy. Uh, so we go on to Trist. So we can leave, right? <laughs> just, just, just bolt. We're done here. Yeah. <laughs> A thought, and I'm still giving it a lot of thought. 
your uh, your sword son is like slice its father. <laughs> we can do it together. Why does everything have like the Amy voice? <laughs> because it's all that's what children sound like in Starfinder. <laughs> yeah, it's not alien specific. It's just children. We yeah. can destroy. Have you all met right. a child? <laughs> Don't worry about its attack of opportunity. Just charge right in. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's my thing. Um, Wait, he's flat footed. Oh, it's a good point. No attack of opportunity. All right. So I think now is probably a good time. I'm going to spend me a resolve point. Oh, to do what? Uh, To uh, cast summon creature. Hey. As. A standard action, and mm-hmm. we're bringing in, we're bringing in uh, some some friendos. Let's see here. <laughs> we're, we're bringing back the little shadow boys. Uh, I think the shadow boys are coming to play. Oh boy! <laughs> Bert, bring your I mic love, closer to your face. I love, I love those little shadow guys. Yeah, yeah, these, yeah, these shadow guys. I'm just sort of summoning in three of them, just sort of mm. pulling them out of the mindscape with my mind bullets and then i'm indeed moving in oh goodness telekinesis kyle giving yourself super flanking with your that's my plan (laughs) oh no this character's whole basis (laughs) always have a flanking buddy uh all right yeah so we are going to i mean i guess these guys are i guess these guys (laughs) the thing that they do is they just try to crit (laughs) over and over again that's the hope. That's the, the that's, that's their whole thing. So they're going to make uh, two attacks each. Living the dream. Indeed. That's oh. a natural two. Oh, multiply that by 10, and then we got I'm something. A, I'm going to need you to just roll the d20. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> to speed the play here. Yeah, so they're they're working with like a plus six right now. So. Yeah, you will need a 20. Okay. Well, I guess, does that plus six include flanking? Oh no! So plus seven right now. Oh, hmm. So you got that going for us. Oh, it's even less. Yeah, <laughs> you can probably hit this. this. Is a very real hit. Two nineteens. Two nineteens. Two hits. All right. All right. Come on. Where did I put my little little fancy boy character sheet? Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> some small creatures. Um, Look at them fancy boys. Yeah, yay, shadow beast demons. <laughs> so I this is a cold really damage, and they're doing uh, 1d6 plus 5 each. Pew. Pew. Um, 10 and a 6. So is that any of that goes through. <laughs> yeah, it, um, is this like uh, slashing damage or um, cold damage? Uh, yep, it seems to go right through. Yay. Pew, pew. So 16 in total. Oakley Doakley, this guy's looking pretty bloodied from one full round of attacks, but we still got the big boy, Devasho, at the bottom of the turn order. Yeah, I am going to. I think we're just going to follow Tress' lead. I wish I could summon creatures. That would make this wild. (laughs) (laughs) But I cannot. So I'm going to move in and we're going to try to hit you. Tell me, Dabasho, do you want your friends to die first so you may watch? Or would you like to fall before them? Let's see what, let's see what, oh, I have flanking. Yeah. 
see what Devasho has to say back with this attack roll. Ooh. Oh, I've rolled a thir- I've rolled a thirty-two altogether. So Devasho with his solar shield just hits this thing as hard as he can and and says, "You will get no chance to defeat any of us." And he just bam. <laughs> Uh, hitting him with your shield. No, I'm sorry. If you stand next to um, Trest, you, you'll be flanking oh, with, I'm at, with oh, their... Uh, Even if I'm right here? This doesn't... Nope, it's got to be through opposite sides. So, boop. Did you want to stand here? Uh, can I stand there? There seemed to be a yeah. form of dais, so I didn't know. Yeah, you can stand on top of it. Um, okay, cool. Regardless, you don't even need that plus two because that is a hit. A little bit of damage reduction, like I said, but... Yep, I figured. Uh, this guy's uh, very hurt as we go on to turn two and Zinnia. Right, Zinnia is going to, well, seeing that it's very hurt, <laughs> I don't know whether it's worth uh, trying to use the Needler pistol to make it easier to hit or not. Um, I think instead I'm just going to keep on keeping on with my laser pistol. Okay, so making a shot. Mm, oh yeah. Ooh, that's that's pretty good. All right, so that's a CR twelve or lower on the trick, and a uh, thirty-two on the attack. You guys keep rolling nineteens and twenties on the dice, and this will be the shortest <laughs> combat in cosmic crit history. Uh, that is a hit and a trick, so it's a total of thirty-six damage. And um, let's make it. I'm gonna make it bleed for Ooh, my okay. operative level, so that's a eight right now. Yeah, go ahead and roll that because it is its turn immediately after this. No, it just takes eight damage, eight bleed damage. Yeah, on, on its turn, which is right now. Yeah, but oh, there's oh, nothing oh, to roll. Yeah. It's just eight. Doy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's your operative level. Is... Yes, my operative level. Excellent. All right. Uh, we'll go on to its turn and it's got to get some action in. So it's going to make a couple of bite attacks, uh, one against our good friend Trest and... One against Devasho. Oh, damage. My only weakness. Uh, do Devasho first. Why not? Uh, what is your KAC? KAC is 31. Okay, I've rolled an eight on the dice. Let's see. I think... Oh, I think that might be a miss. Uh, yep, so let's move on to uh, your KAC trust. Uh, 27. Ooh, 15 on the That is going to be a hit. Now you have your Defrex hardiness up, right? Uh, that is on Devasho. Oh, okay. Shoot. Uh, then you are hit by its massive jaws and grabbed in its mouth. I do some damage to you. Oh, boy. Oh my gosh, so high, so high on the damage. I apologize. I have to get out the calculator. 47 points of damage on that hit. As we go back on to uh, Sprouts, Marlo. All right. Um, So Sprouts, seeing that his friends are just laying in this thing, he's emboldened to take another shot himself Mm -hmm. from his perch. And to see our eight. What? Another natural Oh my god. There's no stopping Sprouts and Marlin. What is happening? 
uh, Ice King Nexion, thanks for supporting us on Patreon as uh, Sprouts Marlow blows this thing's head off. <laughs> Sprouts <laughs> likes to flex. Destroys it with another crit. Back to back crit. On, uh, on Miles. I just thrown up the diamond from DDP. Miles just went super <laughs> saiyan on uh, this roll, podcast. Roll the extra 5d8, Juice. I, I need to know how much Toto you've done. This, all right. Oh, okay. So. But we are out of combat as this thing is slowly. Uh, 24. 5, 51, 61, 71, 75 damage. What? <laughs> I love being a plant. Uh, so uh, <laughs> after... It's damage reduction. You did uh, 131 points damage to it. Uh, as as it's being destroyed, you know, you get like psychic impressions of uh, of it trying to like latch back onto you and get inside your mind, Devasho. But it is stamped out and like the, the other statues out front, just dissolves into the dirt here. And it is no more. Sprouts looks to, to uh, Devasho and says... I told you not to worry about it. <laughs> I think the, this, is, yeah, this is like way back in book two when they had that yeah. conversation about the 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 soul monster. <laughs> yeah, uh, you see, like Devasho's, you know, maybe like his chitin shifts or his moat flickers, and he goes, "I guess I was worried for nothing then." Um, <laughs> well, well shot, Sprouts. I I am extremely impressed. Uh, but I, I, and your timing could not have been better. Trust seemed to have been in a sticky wicket. Mm. No, no, I, I had it all under control. I was uh, not about to be swallowed whole. <laughs> you were about to single, single-handedly defeat uh, him from the inside. I almost had him exactly where I wanted him. Uh, <laughs> from I, the inside. I love your strategical mind, Trust, which is why you are the leader. <laughs> That's right. Uh, listeners at home, if there's like a two or three week gap in the podcast, it's because I'm just going to go ahead and rethink everything I've ever done as GM. And, uh, <laughs> increase the difficulty classes of every single combat for the rest of this AP. No. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I rolled back to back 20s, which has not happened, uh, I well, think. And the rest of you guys are rolling 19s and stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, the yeah, only those, time those, that uh, I've ever... Shadow, the shadow creatures, they uh, they they did some damage <laughs> did some too. Damage too. <laughs> yeah, that is that is only the second time I think that's ever happened on the podcast. I, I saw this huge creature. I was like, all right, I guess it's time to just sort of like start the whole thing and get all my weapons yeah. of war going. And <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's going to take me a couple rounds to get everything set up, but it's time to do it now. It's pressed to sort of like pew pew. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you cast Defrex Hardiness on me. Didn't even come into play once. Right. Didn't get it once. So <laughs> didn't get it's it once. A, yep. It's real shame. But I got all this. I got all this uh, SP to get back. So I'm going to sit down and burn one more resolve. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that there was just one of anguish? Three no. more can pop up. <laughs> Start swallowing you guys whole. Uh, no, this was a, a CR9 encounter originally. Just this um, this, this random beastie here that mm. I've, I boosted up a couple of, of levels and gave some more abilities to but um doesn't really matter when you guys are on fire actually when you're comparing it to uh you know 66 and 10 d8 damage twice so <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's not often that you have a back-to-back crits plus the uh the highest damage on a trick attack like it was just 
a a very fortunate yeah. situation not, if you're a 16 inch often. plant. I've never done it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, not often is an understatement. That is a, listen, listen, listen. A beautiful thing. Well, you'll get there. No, no, you'll you'll not. get there. I've got the double ones multiple times, but the double 20. I mean, that's the that's the real that's the real. That's how you know you're a real expert. I've rolled one three times in a row. <laughs> I didn't plan anything else out for this episode. Boy, this is going to be the shortest. Well, uh, what, what's, this is awkward. What's, what's great about the guy that rolls double ones is everyone wants to be friends with the guy that rolls double ones because he makes you feel better about your roles. So yeah, everybody, <laughs> everyone likes playing at my as, table. As someone who has rolled double ones recently, no one wants to be friends with the guy who rolls double ones. <laughs> Um, well, great job, guys. The, the, there is at the center dais a, a chest in the center <gasps> of this chamber, the giving chamber, if you recall, oh. of some some more treasure for you folks. If you want to <gasps> crack it? it on open um, yeah. to the side there, there's a box that contains uh, a couple of smaller boxes, one very elaborate um, made of what looks like a hard oaken style wood. Uh, inside there are magical spell gems. Uh, we have three in total: a uh, one of Death Ward, one of Dispel Magic, and another of Wall of Fire. And there are also um, five Mark Three serums of healing. Nice. And finally, in a small uh, or larger box off to the side, there is a. Uh, a hammer, a comet hammer with a, a haft made of chitin taking from a creature you guys have seen recently in the flesh, so to speak, uh, made from a swarm thresher lo- lords kind of like arms. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it has on it written in a Sheeran magical script, a fusion seal um, of the fusion holy uh, and it's kind of like in the symbol written around a a image of of Hylax. That is that is what you see in here. What you said it was a comet hammer. Comet, yes. All right. Uh, a holy like the, comet hammer. That's it's interesting. Like, it's like one step beyond the assault hammer. Is a okay. Uh, a powered bludgeoning weapon. It does a 46 bludgeoning damage. Very nice. Huh? I see it. It is powered. Very cool. Wow. It's cost a lot of money, too. Well, yeah, well, it's magical, and this is uh, a place for giving gifts to one another. So I think everyone should just go ahead and switch one weapon amongst you all to somebody else here in the spirit of giving <laughs> and see how well you do with it. I want to see Zinnia fire a, a heavy assault weapon. <laughs> I was thinking Zinnia could use the comet hammer to it's start bashing it. people it. in Imagine the head. Imagine Zinnia swooping yeah. in from the sky and just swinging that hammer. That'd be a dope. It is, it is an advanced melee weapon. Can you use an advanced melee Oh, probably weapon? not. I don't know. No. It I can, just people... with a small negative. It's fine. Just with a, with a, yeah, just a <laughs> tiny small negative. It's a wee negative. Um, uh, Sprout should have the, the hammer. Mm. <laughs> so those of you that got uh, nearly eaten and sprayed with acid, do you want to take a 10-minute rest here and take a look around this chamber? That'd be great. Yeah, yeah that'd be fabulous. 
uh, as they are resting Echo 7, uh, you perhaps can take a look around and take a look at this new gear. But uh, something draws your attention skyward to the, the hole in the ceiling where this huge dome kind of meets at the top. Um, the grayness of the sky outs uh, above the, the temple here parts. And all of a sudden you see in perfect position in this, this hole right above the, the chamber, uh, Hylax's silvery comet making its way through the endless sky. And it kind of fills you with an overwhelming sense of compassion. There's a, a warmth flowing through your circuitry. And as you stare into it, uh, you get four visions, just mental flashes coming across your mind, like scenes from a next time on, uh, on like a television promo. The, the first scene shows a growing chasm in the silver sands of the mindscape uh, racing to catch up with Trest, who you see running away from it. The second image is that of an oasis of sparkling water and alien greenery in the sands, where you see yourself perhaps timidly holding on to the crown of Hylax. Uh, the third, the ruins of an alien architecture where you see Sprouts and Xenia firing their weapons at enemies unseen in the distance. And finally, the fourth vision is that of an immense wall of swirling dark clouds and silvery sands, where you see Devasho on what looks like the deck of a vehicle, this uh, shield drawn up, um, protecting someone behind him. And as soon as these images flash through you, uh, they kind of subside and... Uh, you're back here, back in the giving chamber with everyone else resting up. Well, that was weird. Friend Trest, I have some things to tell you. And Echo divulges largely privately all the, the visions he's had to Trest specifically, mostly because he features in mm-hmm. one of them primarily. Let's see. Thoughts? Um... You make a mysticism check if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I would. I guess I would try to sort of th- consider this magically and see if this is perhaps some premonition or some anxiety or if this is. Yeah. Hmm. A thirty on my mysticism check. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure that uh, these indeed can be what. Um, maybe what you've been looking for, some kind of divine intervention from Hylax herself uh, showing you showing you the way or maybe indeed premonitions of something to come. Um, it uh, There is a lot of mindscape out there and um, independence at the very least hoped that you'd be able to receive some guidance now that you've been able to rest here in the, the refuge. Yeah. What would you guys like to do next? You are uh, rested up after after 10 minutes here. You can take the gear, the loot that you've gotten. And um, do you want to head back to independence? Um, is there any other information that are not information, but kind of um, you know, information that can be gleaned from this room in terms of our, our greater goal of to figure out really what to do and where to go next? Um, I mean, if, if you want to share with the entire group what these these visions were, they seem to be places in the mindscape. 
that you've never been before. Um, so if, if they were premonition, they might be where you are going in the future or where to look in the future. Yeah, Sprouts would definitely share this information. I mean, especially at this point with this crew, there's no reason to keep it from them. Well, I mean, that's, that's what uh, Echo 7 uh, kind of saw um, in in his visions. But um, uh, if if you guys are, are sharing amongst yourselves, um, each of you were, were folk, uh, in one of these visions. Um, yeah, what, what would you like to do after that? You, you've told... Um, Drew, you've, you've told Trest, Trest character. Do you want to share it amongst the entire group? You want to? What, what do you want to do next? I think Echo leaves it to Trest because he's the 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 leader of us. Basically, he's our sergeant. He's our 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 captain, as Trest would call it, uh, because he doesn't know ranks. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> Int of ten, everybody. Int of ten. <laughs> I only have one rank in profession soldier. I apparently wasn't doing it very long. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I think I would uh, sort of with uh, with Echo's permission, I would turn and say, seems there's been a development. We, uh, we perhaps have some guidance uh, from our friend Echo here who believes that, uh, uh, who I believe has been given a vision by Hylax herself, that which will guide us through this waste. Uh, I suggest we finish our preparations here and make our way back into the desert. What say you? And I put it to the crew. Mm. Devasho, you know, dismisses his shield moat and, and says... I do not like the idea of walking back through that desert mindscape, but if it is where we must, if it is where we must go, then I trust Echo's visions and guidance, as well as your own dress. So I say we we follow. I only caution that we be wary of these visions, as you call them. I, perhaps you're right. Perhaps they are religious in nature and mystical and brought by Hylax, but we are in a mindscape uh, don't forget so we should uh, treat everything with a, a healthy bit of um, uh, speculation Skep- skepticism that's the word <laughs> yes, skepticism. Uh, yes. I, I understand your skepticism however understand that I am in a mindscape most of my existence this- do not worry I think Zinnia's just a little upset because she has not been able to collect a sample in some time now. <laughs> I am a little frustrated by the lack of physical objects in this strange realm that we find ourselves in. As am I. Don't worry, Zinnia. We'll be back to the meat space soon. Soon, as soon as we complete our mission. Oh, I do not like that nickname. Let's <laughs> think of something else. Mm, makes me hungry. Mm. <laughs> this is sand space. Right. We want meat space. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think, uh, Zania, your skepticism is well received by the group. It is important to keep in mind that uh, we are still strangers in this land, um, but there seems to be some agreement that uh, we will act upon the visions that Echo Seven has had. So we proceed, I suppose, if we're all done with um, purchasing and um, things like that. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, you guys can can rest up here overnight again if you want before before heading out. Um, that would be good. I've uh, I'm, I've I've managed to spend four resolve points in this very short amount of time. So. Oh my! <laughs> okay, well, uh, as you head back towards the temple's entrance, um, the greeting ring, uh, you see Independence here welcoming you back and. They understand what's happened and will say, congratulations on defeating the evils that lurk here, heroes. Uh, Have you found anything to point your path forwards? Has Hylax spoken to you? I'm I'm, I'm trying to see if I, I'm trying to see if I have a mind link yet. Yeah, that was a level two thing. Uh, yeah, I reach out and I, and I touch him and I tell him all about the visions and all the conversations that we had. (laughs) Um, Oh my, I, I, uh, that is amazing. <laughs> Even though we here are temporarily shielded from the malign union's attention, it seems Hylax has gifted you with information on, on what to do next. Um, but we, we, we must, we must understand. She has given us just tools for our aid. We we need to know how to use them. Perhaps if we meditate further on these visions, um, independence is interrupted by the two doors of the refuge flying open, revealing silhouetted in the entryway, a four-armed figure, cape blowing in, in the, the silvery sand wind behind them. Uh, they speak in a a raspy, slightly muffled voice, and say, And here I thought I'd I'd die in this place before seeing another being of flesh and blood. Loachwort, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, not Loachwort. Loachwort have four arms. Uh, yeah, there, there would be a melee shot in the darkness. Uh, you see a... Can he get three tw- natural 20s in a row? Uh, a a, uh, a Sheeran... Or I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you see a pale-skinned Kasathan, uh weathered from from the sands, uh, stepping forward. Her mouth covered by a battered oxygen mass. Uh, what looks like from a pilot's helmet, and a pair of smoky goggles pushed up over piercing blue eyes. Uh, what looks to be very uh, damaged and and several times over repaired, looking f- freebooter armor. Um, on and a wicked looking blade at her hip, uh, as well as a, a hunting rifle strapped across a tattered cape on her back. Patrick, I uh, call shenanigans. No one's allowed to kick in the door and look way cooler than all of us combined. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. I, 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 Check out the I echo yeah. uh, Chibert's uh, problem. You say that, but we didn't even d- describe what Echo 7 looks like now that he's got his new armor. I got whole antlers. It's dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Miles. You do not echo. Drew echoes. This this Kasathan uh, figure says, I'm, uh, the, the name is Seneca Midder G. Helton, captain of the Pact Armies, Allied Space Forces. And it's good to see you all. Uh, it's not many other living creatures I, I've seen here in, in, in decades. This place really isn't hospitable to uh, us non-idea entity types. Mm, no, you, it isn't. How how long have you been in here, if I may ask? <laughs> Ten, five hundred years. It's it's very hard to keep track. What 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 year is it when when you came in? Three hundred twenty. Three hundred twenty-one. I think it's a new year now. <laughs> I think three nine 
19? Maybe. 319. This one? Okay. Oh my, uh, then it's been a good 30 years. Uh, tell me, well, well, who are you all? You're obviously sh- soldiers. How did an entire squad manage to sneak into the Mindscape? Practice. We're professionals. Yes, we, uh, we are from the Suscalon system. Uh, we are part of the Suscalon Defense Force Midnight Squad. I am Cap, Cap. Oh, no. Lieutenant, <laughs> Lieutenant Trest? Sergeant. <laughs> Sergeant. Sergeant. So Guttery. Jabert. Handmate. Jabert, I'm going to make a cool soldier I am, character. I am Admiral First I am Italian. Admiral First Class. They don't know what Suscalon is. They, it might be true. Um, uh, yeah, no, she, she looks a little confused. Uh, she's like, I've, I've not heard of Suscalon, but you all, all seem uh, uh, very high rank. <laughs> Armed to the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Are these all privates with you? Or is, oh my goodness. What's going on here? Well, well, what is it you're doing here? What, what What's brought you to this place? We have uh, sought out Hylax's guidance, and she has delivered us to this place. Suscalon was attacked by the swarm and has fallen. Uh, but we are here to see if there is anything that can uh, protect other worlds from its uh, destruction. <laughs> you mean you you meant to come here? Oh, man. Well, meaning to do things, it's... I mean, I there's a lot of things <laughs> I do that I don't mean to <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, uh, I share that we're, you know, indeed soldier types. Um, and, uh, I, uh, comment that, uh, we are aware of, uh, the pact and, um, uh, we have, we have met, uh, uh, uh heroes of the pact ourselves and, uh, are happy to make uh, her acquaintance. Heroes like who? Ah, well, of course, I I shook the hand of the great Hadras Varanus. Mm. Man, never, never heard of him. No, oh, well, he, he's a real cool dude. You're going to love him. We've <laughs> <laughs> never met him. One day. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Hadras sneezes somewhere, looks confused. <laughs> right, like, his ears I are I have burned. a bad feeling. I suddenly have a very bad feeling. <laughs> So what, I'm sorry, you guys are here on some kind of secret accident, uh, secret secret mission, and not on not on accident. Uh, well, uh, no, no, secret accident sounds more like well, it. I think <laughs> you're here to take we on were, the swarm. That's all that I need to hear. Yes, we are trying to figure out a way to disrupt their mental connection, their their hive-like ability, so we can try to go back and. Retake Suscalon from them. Launch an actual offensive against the... Oh, Xenia, what's the name of that big multi-headed thing? Swarm? The what? That big multi-headed oh. swarm that we're trying to murder. You know, the one that nearly killed us as we were ev- evacuating oh. the city down in Suscalon. Yeah, the one that you notes. spent your entire uh, Patrick, life Patrick, do I remember? Do I recall knowledge on what the <laughs> name of that is? I can, I can literally look in my notes, but... I, I think it would be... Uh, be more fun if, if Rebecca figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Devasha's just gonna he just keeps describing. Okay, I'll give you the <laughs> I'll give you the initials. T G H. <gasps> it's the name of the next oh, book. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are here the to god, kill the god host. The, the god, god host. Ah, oh, that's host. right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the god host descended upon Suscalon and it destroyed much of 
the cities and towns, and we are trying to figure out a way to disrupt it from in this mindscape, and then escape and launch our counterattack. Well, I'm not much for gods myself, but if you're planning a swarm deicide, <laughs> I mean, count me in. <laughs> if there's any way I can help throw a wrench in the swarm's gears, well, my crew and my ship are at your disposal. We were given a vision about three locations that we think we need to travel to and figure out what we can possibly do there. There were four. <laughs> Oh, I stopped listening after the third one. I'm sorry, Echo. Is that sorry you were in? <laughs> yeah, you were in one of them. Mostly fixated on me. Apologies, but four visions about places we should go. Perhaps you might know of where they are. Independence, you know, speaks up and says, This is seems to be Goddess Hylax answering your prayers in real time. As a Seneca, these five here are indeed on a mission from the Forever Queen to stop a swarm invasion of their homeland and have been gifted a relic of hers of great power which only champions of Hylax can wield. Uh, Seneca, the the, the Kasothan, you know, kind of looks around and says, well, what kind of weapon? Uh, where are its specs? What, what kind of damage does it do? Someone a, else talk to him, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's a love weapon. No. Are we um, talking about the Crown of Hylax? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I indicate I indicate to uh, uh, Echo Seven. I say, uh, show her the weapon. Hold on, can I roll sense motive? Why does she want to see our weapon so bad? Uh, I mean, she's a soldier, like you guess. Do we trust this lady? I mean, just I trust her with my life. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that whole uh, skepticism Zinnia was yeah. discussing moments before. We, <laughs> we have yoked that out the window. That is gone forever. <laughs> that was always a that was always a Zinnia trait. Trust nope. is a hundred percent. Feel feel free to roll since mode if you think uh, that has some other ulterior motive behind that question. Because yeah, Echo Seven doesn't have the mm-hmm. the Crown of Hylax right now, does he? Yeah, you're carrying it still. Oh, I am. Oh, well, that. So I imagine it's on your your head, looking pretty dope. It's a thirty-two Ooh. on sense motive uh, about her questioning or you know asking to see the crown and stuff. Uh, they seem very interested in the weapons that you guys have. They do not have uh, as high tech as uh, as you're sporting. So she seems very excited in something that can kill more swarm, especially here in the mindscape. Um, you don't, don't sense any other ulterior motives behind that question. Uh, Devasha will show off the Talon Warrior because, I mean, that, bas- that mm-hmm. bypasses Swarm DR. She'd probably be very interested in that. Oh, yeah, very much so. Um in, in any of the weapons they have that are you know, magically in, infused. Um, do, do you want to hand over the crown? No. I was asking that go seven. Oh, not. Uh, I don't want to hand over the crown to anybody other than a member of my party. Mm. Don't really feel comfortable giving it to anybody else. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to suggest I wanted to give away our our gift from the gods to somebody else. I just wanted him to <laughs> pull it out and show it to her. <laughs> Tress wanted to flex, and and I, I recognize that, you know, we want to show off the cool kit we've got, but also I don't want to get, I, I, I still, this is such a weird place. I feel like we can't show too much, especially considering that some paintings attacked us in the last room. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, 
Seneca does seem to be telling the truth. She seems to be a, a full-blooded humanoid as opposed to all the other um, idea entities that you've, you've met here in the mindscape. Um, I mean, you can, like, touch her and there's no part of her that looks like it's made of sand or see-through. But, um, I mean, she'll she'll take some time and investigate the crown that you're wearing and you kind of see her um, not inspecting uh, what it's made out of like you would with, with a weapon, but she seems to be regarding it mystically and, and will, after looking over, say, what you've got there is it's not just a, a weapon, or at least as, as much as a, a weapon someone like the Forever Queen would create. Uh, it doesn't deal lethal force, but it could be a tool for pacification. If Hylax sent you here behind enemy lines, then you might have a, a real shot at disrupting the swarm subcolony, at least temporarily. I've I've been surviving in this mindscape for 30 years now. It feels like 500, but I've seen just about everything it has to offer. It's a place of thoughts and emotion. It's not like the, the real meat space. Uh, you're not going to be able to just point your weapons and, and defeat whatever is lurking beyond the dunes here. I, I spent some time on the Adari with, with Salarian monks before this whole mess, before I joined up and fighting the swarm. And they, they taught me uh, about how everything's energies are connected, even things that might not seem like the same uh, or might be completely opposite, like stars and black holes. Well, Pilgrim, you seem to know a little bit about what we're going to face. What sort of tips can you give us? <laughs> I think if you want the crown to be an effective weapon, you're going to need to start to expose it to the swarm's energies and let it infuse with the mindscape. Perhaps sacrifice some of your own as well. And how might you seem to know a lot about this crown? Can you tell us a little bit more about what it could do? You saw, you, you told us it was something that could control the swarm, pacify the swarm, claim some sort of sovereignty. I do not know what the crown can do, but I know what I can do here after many years of training. I could show you that back on my ship. But as I said, this is a place of thought and emotion. And you, in order for this, this crown to work, it must be attuned to the mindscape. Um, you said that there were, there were places that you saw. Where, where are we headed? Do you have, do you have any idea? No. No, but we, we can describe our... Perhaps we can describe the visions. You will yeah. recognize these places. Yeah. Um. She, she says, you know, I, I've been searching these wastes for a long time, and if you have a mental image, then we're as good as there. But if if you don't know where you're going, we just wander in, in circles for ages. We have a mental image. Boom. Um. Yeah. So she she'll invite you back and says... Well, let's get this show on the road. You, you guys got to come and check out my barge. It's so cool. And show invite I'm you outside. I'm amazed that you have a, a ship in a realm like this. Hey did guys. you bring it in with you or did you? Did it, <laughs> did it, did it, 
Did oh, you no. just find it in here? Oh no, it's all homemade. Uh, you going outside to uh, to take a peek? Sure. Uh, outside the the doors where you guys fought doubt and hesitation, you see her gesturing with pride at a a floating sand barge, a, a yacht sized vehicle made from petrified wood and panels of transparent aluminum, with a, a few crude hover jets along its bottom, and a tall mast that supports a uh, a huge leathery sail, um, currently lowered on the the top deck. Well, holy cow. I, I sort of thought maybe this person had gone crazy and there wasn't really a ship out here. I mean, has anybody else seen Soul? This is like in Soul. I, I really expected a ship as in a starship, not an actual ship. Like us. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Too. I was like, is it a starship or she's a crazy? pirate ship? Did not course. expect a pirate ship. Uh, the Kasafin pulls away. I'm sorry. Can we, can we talk about this as a privateer or maybe like a. Uh, a, mm-hmm. a blockade runner, just something that is not True. so. It's clearly labeled the barge in charge. I just, <laughs> I, I want to put a little bit of distance between this show and our Patreon show, Dead Mineral No Crits, which is oh. very pirate focused. Oh like, no! <laughs> well, I need to rewrite a whole bunch then because I was about to make you guys all choose your pirate names. No! <laughs> <laughs> make Pathfinder two characters. Treasure um, chest dressed. <laughs> Seneca pulls a rope. <laughs> Seneca pulls a rope and it lowers a, a set of stairs uh, down to the the sandy floor here and um, invites you into a section of the hull, uh, like inside the the hold of the ship. And as you're climbing up, she says, uh, "This is the sidewinder, my airship. It can cover a lot of of ground. Uh, let me show you my captain's quarters, and we'll figure out where you you want to head first. Uh, inside the, the lower deck of the barge here is uh, fairly sparsely decorated, but lit with wax candles that give off the faint aroma of burning copper. You see a number of uh, melee weapons, um, some ranged weapons leaning up against the wall, as well as what looks like trophies of conquest. Uh, the empty exoskeletal heads of swarm components, perhaps some other dried bits of swarm anatomy. Um, there's a, a pile of, of leathery blankets that forms a, a bed at the one end of this chamber and uh, some other trinkets and, and uh, knickknacks over there on, on like a few tables. Um, and uh, she says, yo, come in, t- take a look around. Let me know if you have any questions. Do I want to know how you got your hands on so much leather? <laughs> Uh, yes, I've I've been here some time, and I came in uh, nearly naked in, in my flight suits and in, in this armor, and I, I've had to learn to survive by taking out the Mindscape creatures and skinning them. But as you've seen, they they don't like to be killed and often explode in, in a burst of psychic energy. But if you can exert your own will over the Mindscape, you can learn to to affect things. And I, I was I was able to make some of their psychic emanations more permanent, as well as some of the flora and fauna that you can find here. Interesting. I I look forward to seeing how to do this. Do we all want to get on the pirate ship and go for a ride? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, because this just take a this look around. Sand for... schooner. This uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a barge. It's a big old barge. Um, 
there is a, a large wooden table in, in the middle here, and she kind of like waves her hand over the surface. It does look like it has uh, sand covering the top. And as she does, it kind of warps and builds these little sand castles into three dimensional representations of dunes. And you see a small creation of the ship in sand, as well as the Hylaxian refuge here, kind of modeling the landscape around the ship. Um, uh, she says, you know, t- tell, tell me of these visions. What, uh, what are what are they like, and, and and where would you like to explore first? So I gave you guys four of them earlier on. Is there is there one in particular you want to go to? I'm intrigued by the oasis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, oasis seems like a pretty cool place to go to. Uh, yeah, these pop up. Um, she'll explain uh, that they they can pop up in in various locales in the desert oasis, like you describe. I go there and I am able to exert my will over the water and the plants and take from them what I can. Perhaps Hylax is leading you there so you do not starve or, or die of thirst. Well, let us go investigate then. Sure, yes. Let us. Um, first, let me introduce you to my crew. Uh, she'll bring you up to the main deck, um, the open air main deck of the, the Sidewinder, where you see uh, a large pot boiling over on the, the deck here of uh, what looks like a makeshift camp stove. Um, the Kasatha takes the lid off and you see indeed a, a watery stew of broad green leaves and, and roots being boiled here. She takes a, a ladle made of of swarm chitin and kind of samples it before grimacing and says, this, this will be ready tomorrow. I'm, I apologize. We will be able to eat well then. You've already shown us enough hospitality. I do not wish to intrude any further. We have hard tack. So we will be okay. <laughs> please, please. If, if you are a, a guest on my ship, then you are a part of my crew. Uh, speaking of which, let, let me introduce, uh, Crew, these are our new guests here on the Sidewander Midnight Squad, uh, and they have a way to hurt the mindscape. Uh, the first crew mate to turn around of the two here is a face similar, uh, familiar, and similar to Echo Seven's, uh, that of a, a half ethereal form of an Amrantan. The spirit energy of one of your former crewmates from the Geist Hammer, uh, Alto Twelve, is here. Who? Who sees you and says, Echo, it's is it, it's really you, isn't it? Alto, I, I'm so shocked I can't think of a quote from a TV show or movie. Uh, she moves to embrace you and you can kind of feel like a, an energy um, embrace as you're basically hugging onto her soul energy here. Um, half ethereal. Uh Seneca says, oh, oh, okay, you you guys seem to have already met. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, And let me introduce you to my other oldest crewmates here. And the figure that turns around on the other side of the deck here is another construct race whose bald angular dome head has a long scar running down one ocular socket where an eye patch now covers their left eye. Wearing leathers and carrying a large falchion blade on their hip. Uh, a leg has been severed and replaced with a spring form blade made from chitinous bone. And the figure turns to you all and says, 
The name's Andis144. And the pleasure's <gasps> all yours, soldiers. It's Pirate Andis. <laughs> Brushy <laughs> boots off before you step onto my vessel. I don't want no more mind sand getting spread about the deck. Oh, yeah. And, and one more thing. Do we continue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I picked the wrong time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've made uh, and is in the past a pirate. <laughs> Look at me. I'm going to do that all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got some familiar faces. You've got locomotion. You guys have got a sight in mind, literally and figuratively. Uh, of where to head next in the mindscape. Exciting. Start oh, man. Empowering yourselves to take on whatever it is uh, you're going to find here. Uh, that is it for this week's episode. Guys, thanks so much for playing with me. Thank, thank you, you, Patrick. Patrick. Thank you. I feel like I say this every week, but if you think things have been weird so far, they get weirder <laughs> Just like every, every episode. And you got Thurston Hellman to thank for that. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time here on Cosmic Crit. So Have long. a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 